Hello, you're listening to a We Will Fix It podcast short with Colin Thomas and myself, James Pikeaway. What are the different types of AC? Well, so this is the thing. An in- what's an inverter? Well, that's it. Someone's listening inverter, and they're they're almost ready to go. What? And and so I we many I think everyone's familiar with a conventional AC unit. Yes. An inverter system is a new way of operating these things. Okay. So what we're talking about first of all is those traditional split AC. So half of it on the roof, half of it indoors, and the way it causes using gas. Right. Okay, so that's the basics of it. Now, the way a conventional unit works is the compressor is either on or it's off. Right. It has zero and 100%. When it hits the temperature that you desire in the room, it turns off that compressor, yeah. at which point the temperature starts to increase a bit. When it hits the level that the thermostat says, we need yeah. to cool again, it turns on that compressor back to 100% yeah. and yeah. away we go again. Okay, so that's the traditional route. On, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, compressor goes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the way that an inverter unit works is initially when you go into the room, it does exactly the same. It goes on to 100% yeah. and it cools down that room as quickly as it possibly can to the desired temperature. It then turns off exactly the same way as a conventional unit works. Then when it gets to kind of half a degree over, it goes you know what, I don't need 100% here, I only need 20, just to get it down that half a degree again. So this compressor can turn on to just like 20% of its power. And still function at 100%? Still, well, no, no. I it mean, it's, functions it's 20% power, but all it's, it's trying still to do, All it's trying to do is to cool by half a degree. Wow. So therefore, it doesn't need all of its power to be able to do that. So it goes, I can just do a little bit, a little bit 20% here, and it will bring it down to the desired temperature again. That's and pretty then good. It, and then from 20%, it'll turn back off again. And then it will wait for that rise for half a degree, so really closely monitor. Yeah. And it goes, okay, another 20% again. So, so my, my ha- electricity bill is suddenly reduced dramatically. Right. So what they're claiming is 30 to 40%. Really? Yeah. Now, if you imagine that scenario, and I they're claiming it, it. The, peop- the scenario that would do that would be if you had your ACs on 24-7-365. Okay, because you basically cool the room down once. After that, you just got small amounts. Now, that's not practically how we all live. So how we all live, it varies. It depends on you. But the more you traditionally use your ACs, the more effective the inverters would be in terms of reducing your dealer bills. Okay, it gets more complex than this. Okay. So the big disadvantage of inverters is, A, the initial install. So you need a different supply pipe to basically be fed from the roof down to each of the inverter units than is already there. Really? To do that, instead of the one hole that you would traditionally have when you're replacing units for the indoor unit to be the old one out, the new one in, in lots of different locations, we need to stick holes in your roof so we can guide that pipe in the right direction where it needs to go. Okay. Mm. Additionally to that, it is going to take longer to be able to fit that inverter unit in, and it is a more complex process. Although the unit itself is cheaper because they're really promoting them at the moment, what the manufacturers have done is use a different business model. Okay. So what they've got is we need to get these inside people's homes, and then we'll get our money back through spare parts. (laughs) So they've gone for a lower headline price in most instances, most of the brands. Uh, Yet, when you come to get spare parts, they are three times the cost of conventional. Now, do they 
10, well, we, we don't know, right? Because how long have they have, have we been selling these? But do you think that they will need more spare parts than a conventional unit? Good question. I don't think that the, the traditional elements, which is fan motor, a, a different style of compressor, uh, and, you know, yeah, the fan motors, both the indoor yeah. and outdoor, will be, or, or the condenser coils or the evaporator coils, yeah. I think they'll be very similar yeah. to the conventional units. Where it is going to be different is probably the brains of the unit. So right. it needs more electronics, more panel control boards uh, to make the thing all work. And they are very specific to that unit. Ah, so you're not going to be getting knockoffs. If, no. If you're you using a Mitsubishi, you need the Mitsubishi. If exactly. you're using a Lennox, you need Lennox. And you've got to get it from the main agent oh. and hope that the main agent here has got the spare parts and the main agent's in Korea or wherever right. else it's being manufactured. So, you want, you, so you're almost being pushed to go for a big brand that has a lot of capacity. Well, be- imagine, imagine this from the sales perspective. You know fully well that this is a very large purchase for somebody to make. Yeah. So therefore, you go, I'm going to reduce that cost straight off the bat, but I've got to make my money. So how am I going to do it? Well, what the customer is not going to be aware of is the costs of spare parts at a later date. Mm. And they're not even going to think about that for a couple of no. years. No. So therefore, that's how I'm going to make my money uh, back. I'll make uh, these crazy because they've got no other possibilities for being able to source these parts. So therefore, mm. that's, that's what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what they're doing right now. <laughs>